We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everybody, Bob Stoffer, Rexall Place. It is 133 in Edmonton. Want to mention to you, have you ever been to the Coaldale Arena? ATB Financial has, and that's where they surprised young head coach Colby Stone and ATB Home Ice Hero with $5,000. Watch Colby's story and nominate your own hero at atb.com backslash home ice. We go to the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, Jerry Fleming. Jerry, Bob Stoffer with you. How you doing? Doing well, Bob. How are you today? Good. You guys are going pretty good right now, aren't you? Yeah, not bad. The guys are playing well, playing simple, but uh, it's been effective. Plain simple, and part of it is uh, you've gotten healthier up front, and then you you got a couple guys that have spent significant time over the, in the NHL last couple of years, uh, changing the dynamic. I would think a bit. Luke Gazik, obviously, uh, you know, uh, one of the toughest men in pro hockey, but a guy capable of probably playing a at least a third line role for you. And then Rob Klinkhammer as well has been a good addition. Those guys have been great. Uh... Uh, size, uh, their attitudes, their leadership, uh, they've been great in the room, they've been great on the ice, so uh, nothing but good things to say, and hopefully they can just continue to uh, make our team better. Jujar Kara, uh, the numbers would suggest that he has uh, uh, he has elevated. Um, has has his, is it more than just numbers? Is this a different Jujar Kara that's playing right now down in Bakersfield than maybe you've seen in the past? He's just came back with a newfound confidence. Uh, I think that J.J. Uh, getting the, the experience of playing up there, um, getting his confidence up there, uh, playing well up there, uh, has come down with a great attitude. Uh, he's come down with a work ethic. He's come down with a drive to get back to the NHL. He's worked on the things he needs to work on. He's been first on the ice, last off the ice. He's, he's been wanting video, uh, you know, and he's playing with Clink and Miller that uh, – you know, to talk to him and help him out. So uh, things are pointing in the right direction, and hopefully he can just build upon his uh, success here recently and, and just continue to grow in that direction. I guess the question I have, like, uh, Jerry, is, is I think he can play in the NHL uh, in time uh, in a no worse than a bottom six role. But, the, you know, the offense, he didn't put up huge numbers playing once he went to the WHL and played in Everett. Uh, but it looks like he's taken a step forward in that in that aspect of the game, at least at the AHL level. Is this something that you envision continuing? Yeah, I hope so. Uh, you know, when he came last year and early this year, he was holding on to the puck too much. He was in good scoring areas, but he just felt like he just had to hold on to it for that extra second. And at the at the pro level, and whether it's in the NHL or the American Hockey League, uh, you know, even more so in the NHL, you don't have that extra time to. Think about what you have to do with the puck. It's on your stick. It's off your stick. You've got to go to the net. Uh, you've got to beat defenders to the net. You've got to play on the inside. You've got to come to the puck. He's starting to understand those concepts and those principles, and he's been applying them to the game. And as a result, he's been getting rewarded at some points. Yeah, well, it's good to see that you, you know, you've know you got some scoring. I mean, basically, uh, there were stretches this year at the start of the year where you guys were down so many forwards between the Oilers, the NHL level, and you guys down there. I mean, you've got McCray back. He's a proven American Hockey League player. Uh, you know, Hamilton and Ford have sort of been consistent uh, offensive generators for you as well. Um, has this pushed some kids that were maybe seeing more ice time earlier in the year sort of out of the equation right now up front for you? 
Well, a little bit. Uh, you know, Fletcher missed the last five games, but we'll get him back into the lineup this weekend. Uh, you know, again, it, it just takes time for, for young guys to make that transition and make that jump. And, and sometimes sitting watching games can actually help in your overall development. Um, you take a step back and make a couple of steps forward there. And hopefully, uh, you know, Kyle's in that situation right now where he gets back into the lineup. He understands that there's players uh, up in the stands. So, you know, that pushes you. Uh, internal competition is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It, it just makes everybody uh, more aware that, you know, uh, their play has to be consistent. Their play has to be good. Um, so we'll get him back in the lineup. Uh, you know, we put Kessie with Curry and Gastic. That's been a, a really good line for us. Uh, Pitter's come back and really played well. Uh, Tyler Pitlick, uh, you know, you understand the history of his uh, of his pro career at this point. He's been uh, bitten by the injury bug a little bit, but yep. uh, he's been healthy here for the last couple of weeks, and he's played really well. Um, you know, his stride, protecting the puck, getting pucks in the net, that, that typical power forward the player that you're looking for, he's starting to evolve in that. So hopefully he can just stay healthy and continue to get better and better. We're joined right now by Jerry Fleming, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Bob Stoffer with you. This is Oilers Now. Uh, Mitch Moraz, can you? Uh, I, I, I thought he'd taken a. It was a. Was it a concussion? Was that the that would kept him out of the lineup for a while? Yeah, they still out of the lineup. Uh, he had his test the other day and it didn't go well. So uh, you know he, he's uh, going to get reevaluated today. Actually, he goes for another CAT scan and an MRI, and then uh, once we get the results from that, we'll go from there. All right. Well, last night after the game, Jerry uh, Laurent Rousseau's stuff was ready to. Uh, for uh, him to return to Bakersfield and Anders Nielsen was at practice today here in Edmonton. How did Anders perform for you? He played really well. He came down here with the right attitude, with the right mindset of, you know, getting his game back, getting his confidence back, just maybe taking a step back, uh, you know, a deep breath, um, understanding that, uh, you know, he's a good goaltender and just playing, uh, getting back in the net, uh, getting the confidence back, uh, getting that belief in himself that he's a good goaltender. And so hopefully he came down here. Uh, one thing that we really noticed is that he uh, didn't allow many rebounds. His rebound control was excellent. So hopefully, you know, he can gobble up pucks when he gets the opportunity to play up there and contribute in a positive way. Jerry, the Edmonton Oilers found out today that Eric Gribus out a month. Uh, he has been a steady, hard-nosed presence for Edmonton on the back end. There's going to come a point here where you're going to have your one of your demon uh, recalled. That's inevitable because right now Edmonton's only at six healthy defensemen and Oscar Clefbaum is not yet skating either. So somebody's going to have to come up. Uh, where? What, what did you roll with with your deep pairings on the weekend? We had Ryan Hurt with Osley. Right now we're on a seven-man rotation. Uh, you know, everybody has uh, has played themselves in. So it, it's tough to take a guy out based uh, on merit of his play because everybody's played well. So, you know, going into uh, when we got Griff back, it gave us 80. Um, you know, we've been rotating seven, but the pairings last game were Ryan Hurt, Nostilly, Nikki, and Hunt. Uh, Dylan and David Musio and Joey was the odd man out with Marty Gurnett. Um, you know, they've all played well. Uh, if you look at the consistency from start to at this point in the season, it's been Dylan and David. They've been our best defenders, uh, the top uh, penalty killers. Uh, they've done a good job of shutting other teams' top lines down. Nicky's come down and added that veteran leadership that we needed, his competition, his compete, his playmaking. Um, he's been moving the puck. Uh, he's been helping his uh, partner out. Uh, Hunty, we all know the type of player that Hunty is. And Griff has really made some strides, uh, I think, um, with his time here. 
Um, you know, working on the things that we he needs to work on, that consistency in his play, uh, you know, just being hard on pucks, hard on his man, uh, jumping out of the rush in the right time, uh, activating in the offensive zone at the right time, moving the puck quickly. And I think over the last six weeks, Jordan Ursley has been by far our best defenseman overall. Um, his uh, positioning defensively, uh, his ability to skate the puck out of trouble, uh, his ability to make plays uh, both defensively and offensively has really, I think, elevated our, our defensive core as a group. So it, it's tough right now to uh, say, uh, you know, that there's the good news is I think that if any one of those seven guys went up there, they can contribute and, and you know, uh, hopefully get in the you know, some good minutes. So it's, it's going to be a tough decision for management to make. All right, well, Gurnett was reassigned to the ECHL. He'll inevitably get recalled when the Oilers recall one of your defensemen. So Osterle has played uh, the right side. Who else has played? Uh, yeah, yeah. Who else? Uh, Hunt has played the right side, and Musil has played the right side. Okay. Okay. Well, Musil. And when Gurnett is in, Gurnett has played the right side. Uh, you know, we've had Joey on the right side, left side, but mostly on the left side. We feel he's more effective on the left side than the right side. Because we did see uh, last year when Osterlake came up, we, we did see him play the right side. I thought at times, I mean, he can skate, there's no question. His thing is, is he strong enough to stop the cycle? Uh, you know, was he quick enough to close gap and read and react? And, and hey, man, he's he, he's a first year pro last year. Frankly, the guy that surprised me a bit, Jerry, when he did get recalled, was Musil. There is, because he hasn't um, at least statistically knocked it out of the park in his first couple of years, but I, I thought he played a, a firm game when he was here last year. Have you seen growth in uh, this I, game? He, yeah, yeah, he's played that way. Like He's just he's been really steady defensively. Uh, I think uh, he's a guy that understands that maybe he's not going to put up the numbers uh, of a Brad Hunt or Jordan Norsley or Joey Lelegia, but uh, David competes uh, so well without the puck. He, he understands his role. He's been tremendous at shot blocking. He's been physical in front of his net. He's been physical uh, at ending the cycle. So defensively, uh, he's done a fantastic job for us, him and Dylan both. All right, Jerry, what's the schedule look like this week for Bakersfield? Uh, we play two on the weekend. We play uh, against San Diego on uh, Friday, and we play against Texas on Saturday, and then um, San Antonio on Tuesday. Best of luck with those games, and we appreciate your time, Jerry. Thanks, Bob. Have a great day. You bet. That's Jerry Fleming, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Uh, when we come back, we'll go to List Day in Order's history. I'll get to some text, and we'll hear Jack Michaels in conversation with Leon Dreisaitl, 143 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 146 in Edmonton. Welcome back, Oilers Now. Panda Hut Express with catering options for every event, meetings, parties, or even that forgotten family gathering. Visit pandahutexpress.net or call 780-473-3663. Place your order now. Two, this day in Oilers history brought to you by the fine folks at New West Travel. Edmonton's premier travel company for 35 years. Book your winter vacation package with New West Travel and receive free parking at Edmonton Airport's Valley Park. Go online to newwesttravel.com for all the details. February 17th, 2001. Brendan, what happened? The Oilers would lose 6-5 to Vancouver on home ice. Marcus Naslin, three points for the Canucks. No surprise there. Bit of surprise here for the Oilers. A man who once signed my buddy's package of uh, chewing tobacco after a practice at Westwood Arena. Igor Ulanov had three points for the Oilers. You know what his nickname was? In the, what do they call that? The oil augusphere? The no. Mangler. 
Oh, that's awesome. They called him the Mangler, Igor Ulanov. Uh, he got mangled one time by Eric Lindros when he was playing with the Tampa Bay Lightning during the playoffs. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. I'm sure that was the only three-point game that Ulanov had as a member of the Oilers. New West Travel, that's who brings you Oilers, uh, this day in Oilers history. Book your one-week all-inclusive winter vacation trip at these great rates. Jamaica, fourteen fifty. Los Cabos, nine twenty-five. Call travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. Let's get to uh, Jack Michaels in conversation with the Edmonton Oilers, Leon Dreisaitl. Game over 60 minutes against probably the hottest team in the league right now. And, um, you know, that's a very tough team to play against. They're heavy, you know, they're skilled, they're fast. You know, I think they have all the all the tools to be a championship team. So, um, you know, for us, it's it's important to see that we can play with those those kind of teams. I think it's just, the, like you said, the little mental mistakes we had uh, a couple times. And, um, you know, obviously the, the two empty net goals, that, that didn't help either. Is it a bit of a lesson with respects to there's a team where you kind of outplayed, yet they come away with the two points in terms of being a bit of an older veteran experienced team? Is that a bar that you guys eventually need to reach? Yeah, for sure. I think obviously we, we have a pretty pretty young group here. We have a lot of young forwards, a lot of young D. And, um, you know, obviously I think that experience that, uh, that, that, that helps you, you know, you close out games, you know, not, not get nervous in those kind of situations. So um, I think in, 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 that, in that regard, that definitely helps. So uh, I think eventually we'll get there. A year and a half into the league, are you now starting to get comfortable, you know, playing the likes of a Getzloff and Kessler, some of the league's better defensive centers on a nightly basis? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I think I, I, I've, I have been doing it for, for most parts of this year. And, um, you know, I, I personally think I, I did a decent job. And for me, it's, uh, it's a challenge every night. But, you know, I, I want to have that challenge. And, um, you know, I, I want to be a, a guy that plays against top lines, uh, top minutes. You know, again, we go home with, with, with no points. You know, obviously, uh, I think we, we played a very good game, like I said. But at the end of the day, that that doesn't doesn't bring you anything. Today, nobody talks about that anymore. So, um, I think we just have to fix that—the mental mistakes—and you know, you know, play at a consistent, uh, good level. Did you feel that your line, in particular, had its best game in a in a week and a half or so? Not, and I'm not just talking about the goals, but they were kind of products of second effort uh, and, and resolve and, and pushback. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I think uh, uh, I definitely think we struggled uh, f- for the last five, six, seven games, and um, it was nice to to obviously get back on the board last night and. Um, also play play a very solid game. That is Leon Dreisaitl uh, playing with Taylor Hall and Teddy Purcell. And Hall and Dreisaitl both getting off the schneid last night in the 5-3 loss against Anaheim. Taylor Hall scoring for the first time in 10 games and Dreisaitl for the first time in five. You can text us at 630-630. Let's blast through a bunch right now. Dave says, Bob, do you think that with all the penalties the Oilers take, do you think they may work Everlay and McDavid into the penalty kill? Uh, well, if you recall, McDavid got hurt uh, killing penalties. Jordan Everlay killed penalties in his first year in 2010-11 for Tom Rennie and has not killed a lot since. I would suggest uh, possibly as a third pairing, but long-term I see Nugent Hopkins as more of a penalty killer maybe than Connor McDavid, at least at this stage. Uh, 
though I might be intrigued as the third pairing, specifically with McDavid, to capitalize on his speed. DB says, Bob, why not give David Musil a shot? There's going to be uh, decisions on him soon enough. Can he take Griba's job next year? Um, I think Eric Griba has merited serious consideration to be re-signed, frankly. I mean, he's been consistent. He's been hard-nosed. He's been competitive. He's fought for his teammates. It's hard not to like that. Uh, out of Smoky Lake, uh, hey, Brendan and Bob, who did uh, Jerry uh, Fleming say was his best overall defenseman? I missed those three seconds. He said Joe Nurse Osterley has been the best defenseman for the last six weeks uh, for the Bakersfield Condors down in the American Hockey League. And, Bob, you did bring him up at the start of the show as uh, maybe being an option, and uh, I believe you, you did get confused that he was left or right, but he did play on the right side he played on the when right he was side. in Edmonton, so that's probably why you were thinking Yeah, and I've, I don't know why, but anyhow, I mean, he can skate. I mean, you can, in, in terms of a recall for Griba, who's out a month, you can make an argument, well, why don't they just bring Reinhardt back up? Okay, but that, you, you can make that argument. Um... Maybe you want Griffin Reinhardt to put together five or seven really good games in the AHL. You can make an argument. You've lost Griba, who's a right-shot defenseman. You need a guy that's played on the right side. Well, Osterley's played on the right side. You may even be able to make the argument, well, wait a sec here. Why don't you see if you can entice somebody to bite on Keaton? Maybe you bring Keaton up. David Musil has also played on the right side and played okay. Uh, played pretty well, according to uh, Jerry. Jensen out of Saskatchewan says, call up Dylan Simpson. End of discussion. Okay, thank you very much. Bob, uh, Oilers GM has asked, Bob, Oscar Clefbaum, I know you've touched on it earlier, but didn't Todd McClellan say at, uh, that at one time that he would return in this homestand? Well, unfortunately, what's happened here is it's, it's like the, the uh, goalposts keep moving on the Oilers with Oscar Clefbaum. He's not yet skating. So it's tough to gauge when his potential return is going to be. Raider Jesse says, Bob, Benoit Pouliot's penalty dinner differential is minus four since joining the team. Molehills from Raider Jesse. That's a good stat, and we appreciate you. So basically when he says that his penalty uh, differential, it means that he's drawn, for the sake of argument, 27 penalties, and he's taken 31, and four extra minors in a year is not a lot. Or four extra minors over two years is not a lot. I think what frustrated the Oilers coaching staff yesterday is they just had a meeting about players not taking bad penalties. And then Pouliot pulled off the double whammy in yesterday's game. Um, I would be not at all surprised if Benoit Pouliot was at some stage, um, at some stage uh, back with McDavid and Everly in very short order. It happens. You can text us at 6.30, 6.30. There was one more I wanted to get to just because guys always uh, – uh, Drew's view says, Bob, it seems the best way to get a response from you is to text you and to insult you, which is not my M.O. Care to comment? <laughs> I was wondering if the owners will re-sign Griba next year. Well, and I think I said the other day that maybe you start looking at Griba after the uh, trade deadline to start those conversations. I think the owners have to consider signing Eric Griba. It won't be a big deal, but it'll be a fair deal. And I also think that you got to decide if you're going to sign Davidson to a two- or four-year deal. And I would probably go the bridge route with Davidson, but I think there's a chance they might have something. Um, I don't want people thinking I just, you know, ignore the good text. 
there's positive text, but conversely, the ones that want to call us out on the show or uh, call the team out, you got to read those ones too. So we try to uh, read uh, a wide selection, a wide range of uh, texts here on Oilers Now. Tomorrow, by the way, a jam-packed, loaded show for you. Mike Johnson from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Bob Nicholson in the new Hockey Canada, Order of Canada. Mike Russo, longtime beat writer that follows the Minnesota Wild. That's the Oilers' opponent tomorrow. Reed Wilkins, by the way, uh, will be on tonight with uh, Inside Sports. Uh, Reed is starting a weekly feature on uh, Edmonton area uh, ties uh, with players playing in the minors. He'll have Derek Ryan, uh, formerly of the Alberta Golden Bears, playing down in Carolina's farm system. He's their captain, actually, of the uh, Charlotte Checkers. And Alan York, who's from Wetaskiwin and a former Camaros Kodiak, playing for the Greenville Swamp Rabbits uh, on uh, tonight's show. So, well, I'll tell you, that guy's a creative guy. I sure miss that creativity in that producer's role. You know what I'm saying, Brendan? <laughs> Ouch. I love you both, man. You both have been terrific. You've really helped us out a lot. and I think anybody who knows me would say I've needed as much help as I can get, so it's greatly appreciated. Brendan, you got to stick with your Washington Capitals. Don't quit on your team, man. I did get you Nicholson tomorrow. That's not good? Well, yeah, no, that's a good get, yeah. You know, he does work for the same company that I work for. <laughs> 156 in Edmonton. We're going to have some fun tomorrow. Up next, the 630 Chad News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. So long from Winners Now.